1: Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See amazon.com slash amazon prime for details.
2: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
4: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. It's hour one. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show as we inch closer to Thursday night and all the drama. The NFL draft's all about misinformation. Teams are leaking false rumors all over the place. But one team is typically more mysterious than the rest. The New England Patriots, the mock drafters have no idea what Bill Belichick and company are going to do. And Belichick is in an unusual position this year. For the first time ever, the Patriots have a top 15 pick. Are they going to stay at 15? They're usually 25 or lower. So they're not even in play for top guys for the last two decades. They didn't need a quarterback. What a great luxury. And now they're in a completely different situation. It makes sense for them to maybe trade down or trade into the top 10 to take a quarterback, even if it's going to cost them a few draft picks here. And cynically, you might say, who cares if they lose some picks? The Patriots have had a bad run of drafts anywhere, uh, anyway. And even their owner, Robert Kraft, has admitted the strategy hasn't worked of late. You get the feeling that this could be a new era for the Pats. Or error. er That doesn't mean that they're going to uh, make it any easier to predict. Are they going to get a quarterback? Will a quarterback fall to them? What if they start to look at how it's going to unfold and they start to see that maybe there is some uh, fertile land that they could jump into, like the 7th, 8th, ninth pick, move up a little bit and maybe take a quarterback? Because there are some teams that are going to wait and may have a decision to make if that quarterback is there on the board. When it's their turn, you can look in Detroit and say, You got Jared Goff. Why would you be thinking about a quarterback? But they are. Carolina, you got Sam Darnold, just traded for him. But they are. Denver, Drew Locke is a young player. Give him another year. But they're looking at quarterback as well. And there'll be other teams, you know, in the first round. You know, I wouldn't rule out the Steelers at least looking at a quarterback if there was a possibility to get that quarterback because. Ben may have one more year. Then what do you do? And everybody talks about the future. Hey, we got a quarterback for the future. The future's now. Like Green Bay's future is Jordan Love. But the future is now. You know, the Rams decided, Jared Goff's not our future. He was under contract. He was a serviceable quarterback. We can upgrade with Matthew Stafford. Like win now. Kansas City Chiefs, they went out and they rebuilt their offensive line because the future's now. Winning a Super Bowl now. Improve the line, and you're able to go to the Super Bowl again. They don't need draft picks. They need people come in right now, play, because that team is ready to go back to the Super Bowl with a healthy offensive line. And I was wondering about this with Green Bay. The front office says that Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback for the foreseeable future. Okay, I, I don't know what that means. Because at some point, you have to see if Jordan Love was worth taking in the first round. And you can't trade him. And I thought, well, how about this trade? You trade Jordan Love to the Atlanta Falcons for Julio Jones. Now, there there's no information on this. This is just one of those sports radio trades that normally somebody calling up to me saying, hey, Dan, how about Jordan Love for Julio Jones? I'll hang up and listen. Yes, Eden. is there any
5: buzz or demand for Jordan Love whatsoever?
4: No, <laughs> not right now. But but that's because you have five quarterbacks in this draft. You know, seven quarterbacks who are going to be you know drafted high, and then next year you're going to have another wave of quarterbacks, and then another wave. So Jordan Love. We don't even know who he is, what he is. We know what he was in college, and he had a good junior year. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're going, is he, is he a first round? Yeah, he's a first round. He's going to the Packers. Whoa, okay. And then I think the Packers were surprised that Aaron Rodgers played well because that kind of screwed up the plans here. And if you do trade Jordan Love, then you're admitting we made a mistake a couple of years ago when we could have taken a wide receiver. Yes, McLovin.
6: Uh, I've been crunching the salary cap numbers, Dan. That trade totally can't
1: work
4: out. <laughs> yes, Paul.
6: But shouldn't Jordan Love be attractive to a, like a high second-round team? This guy was the 26th pick in the draft. He has a year of experience. He has a rookie deal. He, you don't even have to pay his bonus money, So most of his bonus money. You could get a guy who was a first-round pick a couple of years ago for a high second-round pick maybe. Then. Yeah. But you know, he's not hot right now. It's, he's not a new guy.
4: And I don't know where he would be. With these quarterbacks this year, we like to look at these quarterbacks and go, where would such and such be if he came out in this year's draft? But you now maybe, uh, maybe I can reach out to somebody and ask them, you know, where would Jordan Love stack up with these quarterbacks here? You know, is he better than Zach Wilson going to the Jets? Like, is he better than Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Mac Jones? Yes, we love him. Was it
1: there were like mocks early on that Jordan Love was gonna be a top five guy at some point, yeah. and then didn't he play really badly his last year? Or... Yeah, yeah,
4: well, he lost a lot of his weapons.
1: Yeah, but how do you judge a Utah State quarterback? That's why I still don't understand that guy.
4: I don't know how you judge a BYU quarterback who, in a season with the pandemic, didn't play anybody. Uh, how do I judge Trey Lance who didn't play at all? He played one game, like it's it's really tr- it's hard to troubleshoot these quarterbacks and go, yep, I got a pretty good handle here. Like Justin Fields, I don't know what else he could have done because I can't question his toughness. That hit he took in the Clemson game. I can't question his desire. He was single-handedly leading the Big Ten back to play football. It was that important to him. But now, you know, that comes out that he has epilepsy, and I did have a source say there are some teams who will be gun-shy of that. Like, that'll make them nervous. Mac Jones had at least one DUI. I haven't heard anybody say, we got concerns about that. Now, he was a freshman in Alabama, but imagine if that was one of these other quarterbacks that we have questions about. You'd be going like, mm, didn't show good judgment there. Like, we're questioning, you know, Justin Fields. Because why? I mean, he ran a 4 4 He played. He played hard, played hurt, had big numbers. But maybe we've seen too much. Yes, Paul?
6: NFL Network and NFL.com uh, has prospect grades on every possible draft pick. So, for instance, if you're like a 7, you're an all-timer, like, 7.0. Uh, over 6 means you're destined to be a starter in your first two seasons. So there's numbers and everyone... Mac Jones, is his prospect grade is 6.33 this year. Yeah. Okay, Jordan Love's prospect grade last year was 6.36. Mm-hmm. About the same. Mm-hmm. Um, he is 6.36 for Jordan Love would put him 5th uh, ahead of Mac Jones, but behind the other four draft prospects in this draft based off NFL.com.
4: But there are I mean, jobs are attached to this of trying to assess what's happening. You know, Mac Jones, I was told this yesterday. It was reinforced to me. Kyle Shanahan's making the pick, and Kyle wants Mac Jones. There are people in the building, as I told you a month ago, who like Trey Lance. Now, Trey Lance is working out with Tom House. Tom House is a famous quarterback guru. Tom Brady's worked out with him. You know, quite a few marquee quarterbacks have worked out with Tom. And Tom's a former pitcher. Uh, He was there, caught Hank Aaron's 715th home run. But he was, he's working with Trey Lance right now. Because as one scout told me yesterday, he has some work to do to catch up mechanically. And Tom House and John Beck, the former BYU quarterback, are working with Trey Lance right now as we speak on mechanics. The Niners, from what I'm told, are monitoring this progress.
7: <laughs>
4: and they, you know, they have a great relationship with Tom House. So they sort of know they're keeping an eye on what's going on here. But, you know, do I think the Niners are gonna take somebody different than Mac Jones? Right now, no, because my source hasn't wavered other than to say there are at least a person or people in the building who like Trey Lance over Mac Jones. Yes, McLeod.
1: When you say monitoring, do you mean monitoring or creating this process where they had basically John Beck, their guy, is working out Trey Lance for a month? It feels like an extended tryout for a month because he switched
4: coaches. Right. Is that
1: the story on him?
4: Yes. But did the the
1: Niners create all this to see what they have in Trey Lance?
4: I think so. And then the Niners did, you know, on the pro days, they worked. They had their guy working out Trey Lance and Justin Fields. So they're they're sort of creating their own little combine here. But that's what I was told that Tom House is working with Trey Lance. And uh, he's got some work to do because he didn't play last year. And they got to work on some mechanics. Whatever those mechanics are, that was what I was told today. I got ahead of myself. I jumped right into the topic here with uh, the misinformation that comes out. Now, you do start to hear some things that are real. The Niners aren't even willing to tell you who they're taking at number three. We know who goes one and two, but the Niners are on the clock right now. And Kyle Shanahan held a press conference yesterday. I don't know. Are you obligated to hold a press conference? Because if I'm the Niners, I don't even hold a press conference. I don't want to say anything about anybody. Unless you're trying to leak something, but then how does that benefit you? Here's Kyle Shanahan on not listening to outside noise on who to take, number three overall.
7: I've seen the look of people's face when they do read social media. I know how I've felt when I've done it after a bad loss or something. If you get involved in that, it will affect how you are, how you think and what you do. And I hope people are, and that will affect me if I got really involved in that. What I can promise people that you have two people who make sure we don't get involved in that because that is so irresponsible to let something like that affect your decision. We do this for a living. And I think people should be proud of us that we won't let that affect our decision. Um, And then it's up to us to live with the consequences.
4: And I understand that I wouldn't be listening to outside noise. But I want to listen to the noise inside. Are you listening to scouts? Yeah. like It's one thing to say, uh, hey, uh, turn the sound up. Kuiper's talking about who we should take. If I'm a coach or a GM, I got to trust the people I have in the building, but I have to listen to the people in the building. That's why you do your due diligence. Yeah, McLovin. I laughed at your group text yesterday. You said, shouldn't every team be doing that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Paulie goes, oh, my God, look what Shanahan said. And I go, yeah, but every team should be doing this. Don't listen to anybody.
1: You don't think a team should be reading Kuyper's mock draft and saying, well, he's got him five. I guess I should take him.
4: Yeah, I'm looking here at Bucky Brooks and he says, like, I don't think that that's what you should be doing. I'm sure there are some people who are influenced that way. And then, you know, Kyle Shanahan, who does have a quarterback on the roster that took them to the Super Bowl, he uh, talked about uh, the problem with Jimmy Garoppolo. The
7: biggest thing with Jimmy is his injuries. It's been very tough for us when he's been hurt, and um, you know, it has happened two out of these three years. That's where it starts, and Jimmy knows that. I have been very upfront with him with everything, and you know, we've been zooming these last two weeks. I'm excited to get him in here coming up, especially when this draft's over. But I feel very fortunate taking a rookie quarterback that we do have a guy like Jimmy. I mean, when you take a rookie quarterback and you have a veteran like Jimmy, who we know we can win with, um, just to move on from that is something that it's not easy to do. That, that is a good situation for us, and I think that's something that will be important to us this year.
4: <laughs> oh, boy, that clears that up, right? Yep, nothing to see here. Just a team that traded three first-round picks to move up to take a quarterback. Yes, Todd?
3: In other words, the guy gets hurt all the time. What do you expect us to do? he got to bring in a quarterback.
4: <laughs> hey, but we've been Zooming with him, and we, we can't wait to see him. Do you think he still has his parking spot when Garoppolo shows up? And he hasn't said anything he'd been really quiet through all of this now some of his teammates including george kittle have kind of spoke up on his behalf um and then uh the niners said they don't want anybody to know what they're doing with their pick well you
7: don't want the whole league knowing exactly what you're set on four days before the draft and we also care about a lot of people that have been involved in this and we got to know a lot of people and stuff and those are the type of questions like narrowing it down or who's been eliminated or things like that that one I don't know if I want the league to know. I don't think it necessarily helps. And that's why we really, no one's really going to know whether we know or not until we pick. And that's kind of what we're comfortable keeping it at.
4: Okay. Oh, and then he hit the home run. Then Kyle Shanahan didn't disappoint when he talked about if uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be with the team
3: can you say with certainty that Jimmy Garoppolo will be on the roster on
7: Sunday? Um, I can't guarantee that anybody in the world will be alive Sunday. So I can't guarantee who will be on our roster on Sunday. So that goes for all of us.
4: I don't know what the next question was, but I would assume it would be something like hypothetically, Jimmy Garoppolo is still alive on Sunday. Is he on the roster coach? Because, you know, these teams, these coaches want to go Belichickian on you. And, and there's only one Bill. Like, Bill can do it because Bill has the swag. He's got the cachet. He's one of the great coaches of all time. And he can get away with that. He can be gruff. He can be short, abrupt. But Kyle Shanahan saying that, you know, there's no guarantee that Jimmy Garoppolo or any of us will be alive on Sunday. But, but hypothetically, Coach, Let's say he is. Will he be on the roster? Yes, he feels like we're living in an era
5: of coaches saying just really odd things in that attempt to be sort of Belichickian or, you know, like mysterious or something, you know, where they're not going to tell the media anything. They're like, hey, I don't know. Yeah, we do that rock, paper, scissors. That's how competitive we are here. Like, Dude, what are you talking about? I can't even say if anybody's going to be alive. Like, what? We're just talking about if the guy's going to play football or not. What do you? Well, yeah. Now he's dead? Yeah. Or are you saying the only way he's not on the roster is if he's dead? Like, what, what, what are you saying?
4: I, I hope other coaches don't pick up on this strategy. And when you ask a question about somebody, well, I, we don't know if he's uh, going to be alive. None of us know that we're going to be alive on Sunday. I, mean, come on, guys. I don't even know what I'm having for lunch today, guys. Right? <laughs> Coach, is there okay. something you know that you want to
6: tell us? Is there a meteor that you know about? Jim Cantori coming to town?
5: Yeah, ever heard of the Rapture, guys? Yeah. I, I don't know. I You said Sunday, so I
1: don't know um, what. Okay. Yes, McLovin. Yeah, who cares about his parking spot on Sunday? Jimmy G's gonna be a, happy if he's alive come Sunday or Monday. By the way, I'm calling about George Kittle too. Hey, if you're not guaranteeing Jimmy G. <laughs> Well, what, what are the coaches supposed to say? Like, what approach? Because I think they all kind of have to do these press conferences, and nobody wants to give away their pick.
4: No, but I, I – I, look, I love that he gave his content, but I think that there's a way – remember when Les Snead, the Rams GM, and then Sean McVay, they said, well, Jared Goff's our quarterback for now. Okay. Boy, nothing to read into there. I mean, barring a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, like, he, yeah, he's our quarterback for now. It's not like it's, oh, we're so grateful that he's our quarterback for now. It's, yeah, he's our quarterback for now. Basically, that next line is, until we complete the Matthew Stafford trade. Yeah, he's our quarterback. <sighs> but they both said it, and like you've gotten more transparency, it feels like. Although, I don't know what I got from Kyle Shanahan, but it was entertaining. No, they don't have to tell anybody anything. No, you don't have to listen to outside noise there, and... Jimmy Garoppolo's injury prone. Got it. I would have come up with a better line of who knows who's going to be alive on Sunday. No. Cause now there's, there's like this uh, vigil for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I want to check on Jimmy like hourly just to make sure he's okay.
5: Yes. Eden. I would love to see that meeting today. <laughs> I get to show up at like training facility
6: or something. Hey coach. <laughs> oh, you're
0: alive. Uh...
6: Hey, Jimmy. <laughs> Great to see you. <laughs> yeah, Bowie. Somebody should rent one of those little planes, a little smoke riding planes. Pray for Jimmy. Yeah. Love the stadium. Like, <laughs> say Ferris. Yeah.
4: Eight, Jimmy Strong. 877 3DP Show. Email address DP at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at DP Show. Say good morning. Good morning to our TV partner, Peacock, and uh, part of the Fox Sports Radio lineup, numbering nearly 400 cities around America that uh, take this program. We'll come up with a play of the day. Stat of the day. And, of course, McLovin has the honors of a poll question, which we will reveal coming up. Sign up for the newsletter. It's great. Recaps the show, gives you a heads up on some of the things that we're doing. Also, you get a heads up on uh, T-shirts that are available. And we still have room on the calendar. If you're signed up for the newsletter, go to danpatrick.com, enter your email address. doesn't cost you anything. And you can sign up for the newsletter And you can submit your photo in DP show gear. Give us your birth date. You'll be on the DP show calendar. And uh, we have close to 800 uh, people who have done so, uh, sent in their pictures. But we do have a few dates left with people for their birth date. So make sure you do it. And uh, we'll uh, have Mario make sure that he reaches out to you with uh, the newsletter, the daily newsletter that comes out around 6 o'clock Eastern. We uh, take a break. Mike Renner, Pro Football Focus, he's their lead draft analyst, is going to join us. Got a couple of things to talk to you about. And just some of the headlines as we go to break, that uh, he'll talk about the Chiefs' strategy is not sustainable long-term with what they're doing with their, their uh, signings. Um, and also, if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you want to hear what he has to say about drafting a running back. So we'll have that coming up uh we'll also check in with rick sutcliffe the former baseball great with some of the baseball drama that we've had recently the uh, madison bumgardner seven inning no hitter what's going on with the padres and the dodgers that'll be a little bit later on as well take a break it's 22 after the hour on this tuesday dan and the at Stan patrick show there's one thing we all face it's age it's inevitable We're never going to be as young as we are right now, but that doesn't mean that you have to put up the white flag here. It's important. It's important now more than ever. That's why I start my day with M-Drive. It's just an everyday supplement, and it is going to help you. Powerful ingredients backed by science. You're energized. You feel stronger, leaner. You want to work out. Uh, And I don't know how you feel when you wake up in the morning. But there's nothing better than when you wake up and you're ready to go. so I don't know how you feel but you should try M Drive. Go to mdrivedan.com. There's free shipping, 60-day money back guarantee, and you can get M Drive at Walgreens Rite Aid and Vitamin Shop. So, energy, strength, drive, it works for me, it can work for you. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with M Drive. Either go to the website or go to Walgreens Rite Aid Vitamin Shop mdrivedan.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
8: rugged resilient and timeless you've
4: probably put this off long enough it's time to replace your tires tire rack has the tires that will elevate your game touring tires for commuting comfort how about performance tires for sporty handling all terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring go to TireRack.com and get started you're not sure where to begin i suggest the easy to use tire decision guide Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Michelin tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you, or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan, see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Simply Safe isn't just award-winning security. It's something that keeps your family safe. They offer a team of highly trained security experts for you when you need them the most. Go to SimplySafeDan.com today. Customize your system. Get a free security camera as well. Kentucky Derby back on the first Saturday in May. 147th run for the Roses coming up this weekend, Saturday, 2.30 Eastern on NBC. We'll uh, come up with a poll question. Do you have a poll question before I get to Mike uh, Renner from Pro Football Focus?
1: I don't know if it's a poll question, but I'm just curious your opinion. You mentioned in the first segment teams moving up. Which team would be wisest to move up into the top 10 to get a quarterback? Pittsburgh, Washington football team, Polly, Chicago Bears, and I, I don't know if there's another one you want to put on there. I was wondering if the, oh, the Buc- Patriots. Patriots, yep. Um, people are saying the Bucks might take a quarterback at some point, but I don't think they move up.
4: No, because they're just reloading to try to go back to the Super Bowl again.
1: Would they take one in thirty-two,
4: maybe, just for the future? Because you know, I. I don't know what the future is when you have Tom Brady there, because it feels like Brady wants to continue to play a couple of years. But it's really like the Washington, Chicago, Pittsburgh teams. Uh, you mentioned Pittsburgh could be uh, yeah. aggressive. Uh, Mike Renner, Pro Football Focus lead draft analyst, uh, co-host of the Two for One Drafts podcast. You can head over to Pro Football Focus. That's pff.com. Use the promo code Draft30 for 30% off any pff subscription mike thanks for joining us again we were talking about jordan love that you get these cryptic comments from the packers that hey uh, aaron Rodgers is our quarterback for the foreseeable future like at some point they have to decide can jordan love play because you know what are you going to do uh you don't want to wait till he's in his like fourth or fifth year but if jordan love was coming out this year where would he rank with these other quarterbacks
0: I think he'd be in that second tier. So there's that top tier of five that's probably all going to go in the top 10. and He'd be in that second tier with guys like Kellen Mond from Texas A&M, Kyle Trask from Florida, and uh, Davis Mills from Stanford. Because, yeah, he's talented, but, man, the bad that he put on tape back in 2019, like the turnovers, like people are going to make the Trey Lance comparisons with him because small school, big arms, athletic dudes. But he just threw the ball to the other team far too much, and Trey Lance did not.
4: What's the Packers' strategy here? (laughs)
0: <laughs> man, if I knew, uh, I would love to uh, tell you. I, I just, I don't know what it is. I think they thought Rodgers was nearing the end. They didn't think they were as good as they were last year to be competing for a Super Bowl and thought that it was kind of a fluke. Uh, now it's, you always, obviously the quarterback's the most valuable position on the football field. And I'm not going to knock a team for wanting to address that. But man, they had, you know, he wasn't going to play on his rookie contract if Aaron Rodgers plays out his contract there, which kind of just robs you of, what everyone's looking for is that cheap quarterback in the NFL. So it didn't really, in my opinion, make sense.
4: How do you separate fact from fiction with what the Niners are
0: going to do, expected to do, rumored to be doing? There is no, uh, no one knows. I've talked to guys in the 49ers organization says Kyle's not talking. Kyle's not telling anybody it is his decision and he is going to be the one that makes it. So fact or fiction, like, he's going to blow smoke as much as he possibly can from now until draft day because it does not behoove him similar to like when the Browns, no one knew who they were taking Baker Mayfield until the day before it doesn't behoove him. So tip his hand at all in this situation.
4: Yeah. And it, it's, it's not similar, but I thought of Blake Bortles when Jacksonville surprised everybody and took Blake Bortles. I think the surprise is they might take Mac Jones. Was he worth going up to get at number three and
0: and and where did pro football focus grade Mac Jones? Yeah, so he's fifth in the draft class for us. So obviously we would go elsewhere. But like I said, the cheap quarterback is so valuable in today's NFL. The amount of money you're saving with a fifth o- or th- excuse me, third overall pick there compared to what they're paying Jimmy Garoppolo, that's two starters you can add to your team. So the two fir- future first rounders they gave up, well, they can go just sign two guys in free agency with that cap space. It's not necessarily that big a deal that they gave up those two first rounders. Hmm. But to me, he's just not at the level you're going to have to go through Aaron Rodgers in the NFC. He's obviously not the level of Aaron Rodgers physically and what he can do with his arm. You're going to have to go through a Bucks defense in the NFC that's loaded and going to make you throw down the football field. And That's where Mac Jones is obviously the weakest. Like, I, I do think that there are serious concerns. Like, I would be shooting for the fences if I'm giving up three first rounders to go up and get one guy. Who would you take? I'd take Justin Fields from Ohio State. I, I don't get the massive criticism why he's falling down boards. I don't know how many quarterbacks in NFL history have with his sort of ability in terms of runs a four, four has a strong arm, can make plays outside the pocket and is the most accurate quarterback in this class on throws 10 plus yards down the football field. That's a winning combination. Like you can, the blitz stuff, the processing stuff, yeah, it's real, but those things can be fixed. But but fixed. what are we
4: missing, Mike? Because I I had a scout tell me it, three weeks ago, people are over analyzing Justin Fields. Like, they, you need to simplify what you see. It's almost like we've seen too much. We like the yep. mystery of Trey Lance, and maybe the mystery of Mac Jones, if that's possible, to be an Alabama quarterback and be a mystery.
0: Whereas Justin Fields did this in front of us. Yeah, it's almost the NBA draft with Trey Lance. It's like, ooh, what could he be? Well, what he is right now is probably a guy who's not ready to play in the NFL. I think Fields is ready. And like I said, not a lot of guys with his level of tools, you can't teach Mac Jones to run a 4-4. You can teach Justin Fields to get faster. And I think a lot of those criticisms are also just Ohio State's offense. It's a downfield passing offense. They are throwing the ball deep. And even when there is blitzes, like there's no hot reads for him to get the ball out of his hands quickly. So I do think he is being very much overanalyzed in this scenario.
4: We're talking to uh, Mike Renner, pro football focus, lead draft analyst, uh, Kyle Pitts. He's he's receiving as much verbal bouquets as Jadavian Clowney, it
0: feels like. Like, is it too much here? I, I honestly don't think it is. It's who can who can, you know, go over the top the most in their praise for Kyle Pitts at this point. And, and it's really is the way he moves for a guy who's six foot five, almost six six, two hundred forty five 245 pounds. Those guys don't exist on NFL fields. They exist on basketball courts. They exist, uh, you know, in other sports. You just don't see guys with his level of movement skills and then catchability. And he's got the biggest wingspan ever measured for anyone at a pro day. And it's just all these sort of things piled together. And I think you look at why tight ends fail in the NFL. It's because they can't go out and beat cornerbacks. If you just wanted to put Richard Sherman on Jason Witten, you know, in his prime, Richard Sherman would shut Jason Witten down. So. Kyle Pitts, though, you saw him go up against top cornerbacks in college football on the outside, winning one-on-one consistently. And that's when it's like, this guy's kind of what everyone's looking for because he's not going to be guarded by cornerbacks. He's going to be guarded by linebackers and safeties. And that's it's a win every time.
4: What would you say to the Falcons if they ask for some kind of advisement strategy?
0: Well, One, I would say, hopefully someone wants a Trey Lance or Justin Fields, who's sitting there because that, if you can get the same deal that the Dolphins got, you go ahead and take that in a heartbeat. But then after that, I say, you thank your lucky stars that like Cal Pitts is sitting there because guys like that don't get picked fourth overall. Fourth overall picks are usually like Dante Fowler. You know, there's guys that are sitting there usually number four overall that aren't as sure a thing as Cal Pitts is. Do you like wide receivers in the top 10? <sighs> I go back and forth on this because you can find them in the second round. You can find them in the third round. I mean, DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, Terry McLaurin in recent years, it, it is possible but when a guy is as good as in my opinion, Jamar Chase from L S U, you take that certainty because it's a valuable position. What that guy brings to the table, it just changes defenses and what they have to do to you. So yeah, when you're that good, I'll go ahead and take Jamar Chase.
4: I saw where Pro Football Focus likes the uh wide receiver I think is gonna be a steal, Elijah Moore. He might not be a steal though as we get closer to the draft because he's gotten a whole lot of publicity. And you really gotta go out of your way to watch old miss games or something, you know, and you but but he is it feels like he's going to be great at the next level.
0: Yeah, to me, he's closer to that first tier of wide receivers that everyone's was talking about than he is to the second tier of wide receivers. He yeah. is now five foot nine and played in the slot and everyone's just going to say, OK, that's a slot receiver at the next level. Now, there's a track record for guys like Brandon Cooks, Tyler Lockett, T.Y. Hilton, who have been same size. But it's got to be an elite athlete, and that's Elijah Moore. And if you go back and look at his production, yeah, he had like 500 fewer yards than Devontae Smith. He played five fewer games, though. He only played eight games this past season, put up almost 1,200 yards, was utterly dominant down the stretch there for him. And when he went and got pressed by J.C. Horn, the South Carolina cornerback, who might be the first defensive player in this draft, couldn't touch him. And that's what that's what you worry about when guys going on the outside instead of playing the slot. And when he got pressed in the slot, no one could touch him.
4: Give me uh, your thoughts and Pro Football Focus's thoughts on the Chiefs' strategy here. They've rebuilt their offensive line. Can they
0: sustain this style? <sighs> to me, they're playing, an all, they're playing a dangerous game. I, I'm scared to what might, that roster might look like in four years because now they're going to have eight guys once they sign Orlando Brown to whatever making over $14 million a year by far the most in the NFL. Everyone said the Rams are, you know, a super top heavy team giving up all these first rounders. They only have six guys making fourteen million plus a year. So you have to fill out your roster. Then when you have that many guys making that much money, you got to have cheap players. And when you don't have picks now, like they're about to not have picks for a while, they're not going to find cheap players on rookie deals. And so, I think in a few years, if guys like you know Tyree Kill, Chris Jones, any of those guys, they're paying a ton of money to. Even Travis Kelsey's into his 30s now. If they start going downhill and aren't worth that money, aren't that impact player, or even they get hurt, something like that, your window is closing. And you got the best quarterback in the game. You should be going the Patriots route, where you got a 20-year window instead of just a one-year window, because we see how fluky that can be year in and year out. If you're Pittsburgh, are you taking a running back? <sighs> Hell no. And they, of all people, should know, Having seen what, you know, James Conner did in their first year there with a good offensive line and then seeing the offensive line go downhill, losing Marcus Gilbert at right tackle, losing Ramon Foster, having Alejandro Villanueva decline in his 30s. And then all of a sudden, James Conner looking pedestrian. They should know that, like, that's the biggest driver to success for running back is that offensive line in front of them. And then when you have a good offensive line, it's like, oh, yeah, that helps you in pass protection, too, which is what everyone is looking for. So to me, deep tackle class would be a no brainer to go offensive tackle for them. How long ago were you on The Bachelor? <laughs> three years ago. Actually, right now, okay, so I was off by now. But three years ago during draft season, I was out there in L.A. What do you, were you doing draft coverage while you were competing on The Bachelor? So you, you, they, you don't have a phone when you're out there. You can't con- connect with humanity. But I would be asking the producers, because this was during <laughs> free agency, I'd be like, hey, where did where Josh sit and sign? You know, like, <laughs> where did these guys sign? And they're like, why do you care? I'm like, just tell me where they sign. <laughs>
4: Tell me something
0: about The Bachelor that I, I don't see. You barely get to talk to the the girl. Like so Becca on my season, I was there three weeks. Talked to her less than an hour total. Three weeks a time. I talked so like I went out there thinking it's just, you know, you're get, gonna get to hang out with this girl. No, not even close. Is alcohol always available? So it is. I was right after some like scandal on it to where they limit you to two an hour. <laughs> but I figured out a way around that where it's like if you start going to an hour early enough in the day, you can stockpile them and then you can drink later. <laughs> in the day. How long did it take for you to make out with Becca? I never did. That's what I say. Like within an hour of meeting someone, it just felt weird. So I never did. Oh, my God. I know. Right. Missed opportunity. Oh,
4: do you get do you, now your hair is much shorter now, but do you get people who stop you when they
0: see you that women come up to you? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it used to happen a lot. Uh, Not as much anymore, though, after I cut the hair. All
4: right, well. uh, They're not going to have you back, though, right?
0: (laughs) No, I don't think so.
4: Well, it's great to talk to you, Mike. We appreciate it. Have fun this week, and uh, we'll check in with you again. For sure, Dan. Enjoy the draft, fellas. That's uh, Mike Renner, Pro Football Focus Lead Draft Analyst and host of 2 for 1 Drafts Podcast. Head over to pff.com, use the promo code Draft 30, get 30% off any PFF subscription. Yes, McLovin. You might have noticed us going wild on the side of the glass where you're trying to do the uh,
1: NFL draft thing. I think you can, if you look like that, you can walk into a bar and talk analytics and still do well. And Paulie says that analytics will kill your rap.
4: Well, it depends on how good looking you are, that sometimes we don't really listen to what you're saying. We know you're talking. We just don't, we're not really listening.
5: Yes, Eden. I think that if you're in a bar and he's like, oh, I, do, I work in analytics, it's going to be like, oh, wait, so you're good-looking and you're smart. That's the way that, to me, that would come off.
4: Mm, I would think you're good-looking and boring analytics. Yes, Paulie.
6: It's clear if you're listening on radio, Mike Renner is a good-looking dude. He's a guy who, when he walks in the bar, he's, he's a, he's a top-ten guy in the bar. But we don't know. Just because you have that, do you have game? You, can you talk to women? You know, Mike Renner, if he wants to break down Joe Burrow, can probably go all day. But just because you have looks don't, don't mean you have skills.
4: And plus, if I'm a woman, I don't know if I want him sort of assessing me like I'm a draft pick. Where, Oily hips? Yeah. I mean, there's, there, there, he would probably say, uh, look, I got this combine I'd like you to uh, you know, go through. And you know, I'd like to assess some things. Yeah, yeah. McLovin. He's a computer analytics major at Notre Dame, which is like—I
1: mean—his life is already set, and he's a football expert, and he's—he's he's like everything that I would want to be in my life. He's like me turned completely right. Yes, Tom.
3: But you can't say like—I just want to tell you, Rebecca, of all the women in this bar, I would—I'd go out with you seventh of this group. I'm <laughs> gonna lose it every time. You're they a value pick. I don't appreciate but, that. But look,
4: I—I I might be moving up in the draft here. Just letting you know that I might—I might. I might I just
3: find at least six other women more attractive. But
4: moving on, I'll come buy you a drink. Later in the night,
5: though, the more your value is increasing, yeah. you
6: know,
4: where you're... Yeah, right, what, what is it, a two at ten, a ten at two? Oh, yeah, yeah. been there, buddy. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. He, but if Renner tells people
6: he's a draft expert or a football analyst, I don't think that plays with the ladies. You know, if he said, I'm a fireman, he, he would have to fight them off.
4: Yeah. Yeah, draft expert, that's not a great opening line. No. I mean, even being a sportscaster, like, nobody cared. But guys do, you know, you know, my wife would always say uh, there's some guys over there looking at you like, you know, it's kind of weird. But after a while, you sort of go, yeah, I get it. Like dudes are going to be creepy. Yes. Paul.
6: The first year I started working with you, we were on the road a lot. We would go to like a sports bar to watch a game. There was like a line of dudes to talk to you. And I was a single guy at the time. I, it, you know, it didn't help whatsoever. There's just tons and tons of dudes <laughs> and hats. Ask you at the Lions draft pick.
4: Yeah. Yes, Todd.
3: You ever get rejected and mumble under your breath whiff as you're walking away dejected? Has that ever happened?
4: No, no. Because I, I was never uh, popular. When I met my wife, I, I was sort of, uh, you know, on TV at CNN. And I had no game whatsoever. So I'm, I was lucky to find her. That's for sure. Yes, McClellan.
1: Renner didn't make out because he told her in episode one, he said, my bachelorette comp for you is Lindsay in season seven. <laughs> and that was insulting to her. He did a, yeah, a comp, yeah. Thank you, McLovin. It's a little in in too deep inside. It's better than Todd's last joke. That's all I care about.
3: He tried to save me there, which I appreciate.
1: <laughs> well, it's kind
5: of the same as Todd's joke, just different.
4: Let's take a break.
1: <laughs> we don't even know if we're we'll gonna be alive Sunday. Everyone, <laughs> relax. Know. You know
4: what? True story. We don't know. Stay in the moment. No we, guarantees. We don't know. Uh, we'll take a break. Our play of the day. If we're still alive when we come back, we have our play of the day right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or
0: stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, I'm John Middlecoff, and I host the Three and Out podcast. Do you like football? Do you like the NFL? Do you like the NFL draft? Quarterbacks? Coaches? Well, I talk about it all on the show. I used to work for Andy Reid as a scout. Now I give you my unfiltered and raw opinions on everything that goes on in the NFL. And you know we're talking college football because of how important the draft is year-round. Listen to the 3 and Out podcast with me, John Middlecom, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge Choose from the full lineup of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See their Firestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com tire slash Dan. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be.
8: Oh my god. The play.
4: The play is called play of the day.
8: Put it left side, got it! I'm gonna play it and play it. This is the
4: play of the day. Check this out. Paul still on the dribble. Crosses over in front of Bullock. Fires a three. He got it straight away. Chris Paul back-to-back. Buzzer beaters at the shot clock. And he gets face-to-face with Devin Booker rejoicing as the Suns take an eight-point lead with 13 seconds to go. That was the game of the night. KTAR, Suns Radio Network. The Knicks have the third longest active drought, seven seasons of not making the playoffs. But uh, the Suns have the second best record in the NBA, a game behind Utah. Phoenix hasn't made the playoffs in the last 10 seasons. The second longest current playoff drought behind my Sacramento Kings, 14 seasons. Play of the Day, brought to you by M-DRIVE. The supplement I take every day, powerful ingredients backed by science. I get energized, stronger, leaner. Go to mdrivedan.com today. Free shipping, 60 day money back guarantee. Don't let age beat you. Refind your prime with mdrive. Spending way too much time talking about the bachelor during the commercial break there. This is right up McLovin's alley here. You know, Mike, oh, Renner, yeah. Mike Renner, Pro Football Focus. He was uh, one of the Bachelors. He was a contestant on The Bachelor.
1: Yeah, football analytics in The Bachelor. That was my kind of segment.
4: Mm. <laughs> if you guys were single at 24, would you have done that? Would you have gone on The Bachelor? Yes, Todd.
1: Yes,
3: I would have liked to experience that. I think that would be an awesome a thing.
4: Very to do. fast, yes. Not at the
3: body. Why
1: not? You have to have a. You're always shirtless in The Bachelor, and Todd is the one who could probably really pull that off. Especially
3: if I knew once I hit about thirty, it was going to be all over (laughs) in terms of the physical
1: part of me. Definitely all in in the mid twenties. What about you, McLovin? I don't think I could do it, Uh, just because, like I said, you have to do things like dance on TV and you have to be like naked all the time. I think (laughs) I'd be too embarrassed.
4: You got to make out with.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, what if you don't, if you make out and like she doesn't want to? It's like public rejection is tough.
4: I like that Mike, though, was stockpiling his liquor during his season. Satan, what about you at 24? No, no, not even close. Paulie?
6: It's hard to think what you do back then. I guess probably yes, because it seems like an opportunity. I'm sure there's some financial benefits to it. I didn't really want to be famous or anything, but at 24, I was dead broke. I'm sure there was some money involved. Yes, Todd. I could have been
3: discovered. You could that I could have played Paulie uh, from Rocky, and you never know what publicist or agent is watching, and all of a sudden they watch it for some goofy commercial for uh, you know some medical problem or something. That's what right? That's what they're all. They're not looking for love. We all know they just yeah. want to be famous. So that could lead to something. There's a old retro Rocky movie, and I could be Paulie.
5: But I don't know what your game was. How come be. you haven't gotten that call yet? A <laughs> shocking. You've been on TV for ten years. Very disappointing.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting.
3: You're not, you're not supposed to stare at the phone. We like should put Fritzie out
6: there to be a guy in a medical commercial. Yeah. Like Sky Rizzy. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sky, Sky Rizzy. Rizzy. Yeah, Rizzy. Rizzy. yeah they, just, no, you know,
4: Sky Rizzy, the guy jumps off the cliff. Oh. And, and Todd can't do that. I don't
6: appreciate when they have, not today,
3: Crohn's disease. I'm getting on an airplane. Or, Leave me alone, ulcerative colitis. That's, come on. That's not how you talk with the have those issues. But I
4: don't know what kind of game you had when you had the looks. So you had a full head of hair and you were jacked but you were living at home with mom yeah i might have been compensating <laughs> if i don't have those other things so i better start that's wasted weights.
6: weightlifting he weightlifted for nothing
3: Hey, mom's making you keep the door half open there's just no privacy
4: i don't think you would have had the game I, like you would have had the rap But they, I'm sure, the producers of The Bachelor would be like, Todd, you got to cut it in half. I mean, you can't be just (laughs) dominating. It's not a four-hour
3: show. Help us out here.
4: Uh, We're going to have a uh, three-hour Bachelor where Todd talks. That's it. So, uh, wait, what did you major in in college?
3: Producer calls me over. You know, you're cutting into the eleven o'clock news. We have to be done (laughs) by a certain time.
4: Your ability to act interested in a beautiful woman is amazing.
3: But do people want to watch that when I'm asking about the no. bachelorette's commute? No. Or what you know, what she does for a living and what she studied in high school?
4: Especially the woman who's being asked all of these questions. She doesn't want that. He's waiting for
3: that next guy to come over to the car. Oh, can I spend some time with her? And they just kind of kick you out.
4: There's a woman who cleans our studio. And Todd knows more about her than he does Pauling. No doubt. Because he'll ask all of these questions. It's at least a push. <laughs> uh coming up next hour we'll check in with the 49ers one more item in the first hour it's simply safe home security award-winning home security u.s news recently called simply safe quote best home security of 2021 highly trained security experts always there for you when you need them the most people who truly care about keeping you safe when alarm goes off, a person who cares is there for you with a phone call to make sure you're okay. Police responders right to your front door right away. You won't have a problem setting up your system, but if you do, a person who cares is there for you. Friendly chat, quick resolution. Simply Safe, twenty four seven, ready for you. Experts trained, and there's no pushy salespeople, no contracts to sign. You're gonna love the, the simplicity of it, and therefore that's the name, Simply Safe. You set it up, probably 30 minutes or less. Learn more about Simply Safe, how it can protect your family. Simplysafedan.com, Customize your system. Free security camera. How about that? 60-day risk, free trial. Nothing to lose. SimpliSafeDan.com.
2: This is Malcolm Gladwell
1: from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com.
2: Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
1: Hey guys,
7: back at the playground again, huh?
2: Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves so we could go surfing. I oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah,
6: ski slopes. Let's
2: do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at busycalifornia.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret.